Always remember, you ain't first, you're last. Hey y'all, this is MC, and you're listening to the If You Ain't First or Last podcast. How's your day today? You a big NASCAR fan? Well, you have come to the right place. Here's your host, Juggalo Trey and Tristan Shannon. And welcome to the uh, returned version of the If You Ain't First or Last podcast. We took last week off because the race of Kentucky was really boring. Yeah, pretty much. Plus, I was in Canyon Lake. Um, it was a good time at Canyon Lake, you know? Just your run-of-the-mill stuff you do at Canyon Lake. Drink a bunch of beer and float down the river. And that's pretty much what I did. What'd you do? Uh, well, it was my birthday weekend. Um, I saw that. Happy birthday. Thank you. Uh, 23 now. Um, I didn't really do anything too crazy. I kind of, I just really hung out with coworkers after we got off on my birthday itself. But besides that, just relaxed really over the weekend. That's the best thing to do on your birthday and on a weekend. That's right. Just any day. No, why go to work? Yeah, right. Yeah. I did have to work. Yeah, that's true. Oh, well. Did you get a lot of people at the track? God, yeah, we did. That's the, it's the damn summer. But I have some exciting news. All right, let's hear it. I have a new job. Really? Where I, are you working at now? I'm working at Bucky's. Oh, nice. Yeah. Over in uh, Cyprus? Yeah, the Cyprus one, the 291. I uh, figured that was the closest one. That'll be a good paying job. For, just don't show them your leg. I heard they don't like tattoos much. Yeah, I have to wear pants all the time. Yeah, we don't. Let's not incriminate you here. This will probably be taken out. Uh, we don't want Bucky's to come after. Oh no, no, they they know I have it. Oh yeah. All right, then who cares? Who cares? They they can't do anything to you. Exactly. You got immunity. I got pants on. Yeah, it's not like you have gang signs exactly. down there. Exactly. You have like a Rockets logo. That's it. So uh, we've we've missed out on some NASCAR. Uh, the Kentucky race was really boring. Yeah, won by MTJ. Another uh, man. Can you believe the stretch he's been on? Yeah. He, I mean, I can too. But it's it's um he's definitely I wouldn't say reclaimed the number one spot because that still I think belongs to Harvick. But I think yeah, he's he won. yeah. I think he's now at least pulled alongside of Kyle Busch for second in terms of like a power ranking. Yeah. Um, he might even have passed Kyle Busch, but I think he's passed him. Yeah, I, I think it'd be pretty fair to say. The you know what you know what his average finish has been since the last time we ran at Pocono. Uh, like since since June. Yeah. No, what is it? Four point four two. Yeah, that's pretty good. He's not fin- Other than that Michigan race where he finished eighteenth, he's not finished worse than fourth. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's in- <laughs> insane. And Kevin Harvick and Kyle Busch have good average finishes too. I think Kevin. Kevin is like five something, mm-hmm. and then uh, Kyle's is like seven, so, which is not bad. I mean, it's, it's not great. It's not compared b- to the two ahead of him. It's it's incredible. Except there's two other guys yeah. who are doing it better. Yeah. Plus that Daytona race really kind of fucked up the yeah. whole average for Kyle Busch. Exactly. It should be noted that he was running second at the time of his crash. Whenever Stenhouse decided to be blind. Yeah, man, Ricky Stenhouse, and that's another name we've kind of glossed over but going to Kentucky yelling at Kyle Busch yeah 
that that seems to have fizzled out a little bit though due to either true uh Stenhouse's equipment not being as good as Kyle Busch or just they don't care anymore. Well, there was a part of the race. I think it was late in the race in New Hampshire where Kyle was trying to hold off Harvick, and uh, Stenhouse was one of the lappers ahead of him, and I was thinking in my mind, oh, God, here we go. But Stenhouse literally moved to the extreme right lane to let Kyle Busch lap him. So. Yeah, I, th- I think he's learned his lesson this mm-hmm. time. Uh, we had some pretty big news. Uh, we thought we had Brett Moffitt. Now that's kind of TBA. Yeah. We're not real sure. I'm still waiting for him to get back to me. Maybe, maybe, maybe we just need to start with a smaller fish. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. But I, it's now it's not out. It's not there's, the chances aren't dead yet. We're just not on the one yard line. We're we're on the f- like, six yard line. On the six. Okay, that's that's. We're, is it first and goal at least? It's it's third and goal. Okay. All right. So but we're, we but it's okay. So we're passing because we have ESPN ninety seven five as our running back. That's right. That uh, that we've got we, another big thing that happened for us. We got played on the usual suspects. Yes, yes. I wasn't listening to that, but I know you either were or heard about it. Just tell everybody what what they said. So they basically just made fun of all the menuendos that I used with like the cream rising to the top. Mm-hmm. Um and uh, AJ Allmendinger. I think you got gross, uh, grossly misrepresented. How so? They they barely they barely even mentioned your name. It, it's it's it's. I mean, if we're being fair, it's your show. It's not my show. I mean, it's it's both of our shows. I'd say for the most part, and though, Michael Carroll. People 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 tune in to listen to Juggalo Trey. That's I okay. I don't think that's what. I don't think that's how it should be. Hey, I mean, it's it's, it's all three of our shows. <laughs> if people want to listen to me, that's great. But I but I'd say if we're advertising the show, you're you're probably the the front runner. I don't think it should be that way. I think it was wrong. It's it's okay. It's not okay. You got you know you you can't you can't sell yourself short. Well, I mean, if you think about it, on the usual suspects, they their listeners probably know you way more than they know me. Well, they'll know you pretty soon now yeah. that they're listening. Yeah, yeah, that's and, true. And people should take people should come up and say, hey. You know that your podcast is kick ass. Yeah, and they, and we did get some compliments from sweet uh, NASCAR Johnny. Okay, thanks. Uh, shout out to NASCAR Johnny. He'd call in, or he like yeah, he called nice in and stuff. said okay. uh, it has some pretty legit racing information. Oh yeah, man. He we're, said it was pretty legit. Like I don't mean to kiss my own ass, but we're pretty smart. I think so. Yeah. I think we're both pretty smart. Yeah, uh, and I think that people will understand that. We're not just NASCAR, though. You know, we can't. We, we I think we're going to talk about what football. Yeah, today, we got some eventually. baseball and football right. for the fourth segment. Mm-hmm. But uh, back to the back to what we were talking about originally. Man, that was really good, though. We were kind of throwing compliments back and forth. Yeah, that, that was nice. We're kind of getting into the blitz, yeah. like we're complimenting each other now. Exactly. But uh, back to NASCAR. It's been pretty. Pretty boring over the last couple of weeks. Uh, obviously, New Hampshire was a pretty good race. Which you really wouldn't expect. Whenever I see New Hampshire on the calendar, I just kind of go, Ugh, Yeah, it's know. a flat track. Um, I I don't know. My expectations have kind of been uh, heightened because of the the bumping we and the banging that we could possibly see. Right. You know, the bumping and the banging. Do you like the 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 I forgot what what the hell it's called like the little grippy yeah, stuff the they put down the VHT it seemed yeah. to work out all right yeah for, uh, for the finish the one complaint I have about this though and I know that some people might not see it this way because it produced a pretty good finish mm-hmm. 
So Ricky Stenhouse plowed into the wall, had to go to pit lane, no caution. Right. Clint Boyer barely touched the wall. They throw the caution, and it costs, arguably costs Eric Almirola the win. And I saw that Gluck had a theory that the 14 was actually trying to help the 10 yeah, for that caution. Yeah, which doesn't really make much sense to me. Did They they still have a pit stop left, didn't they? Yeah, or, they, or could they have made plus it the, way? the two cars that were leading were Stuart Haas racing cars. There's Jose, by the way. Hey, what's up, Jose? Shout out to Jose Partida. That's right. But the thing I, I don't understand with that theory is both cars were SHR cars. They they were going to, more than likely, one of those cars were going to win either way. And with the caution, that kind of hurt Harvick more than anything. Because yeah. he lost a spot to Kyle Busch. Obviously, he got it back. But I, I don't know why Clint Boyer would do, I mean, I know he's known for it. Yeah, with the Michael Waltrip days and whatnot. But uh, I don't know why he would do that. It would it would possibly hurt one SHR car. And then if if it's found out to be that it's you know a plan for him to draw a caution, then I'm pretty sure his team would get some sort of penalty and, and a big one. Yeah, and it would also kind of cause a rift mm-hmm. between all the other guys because Eric Eric has not won a race, and Kevin has. And it, it would like why why would you need to throw a caution for right to screw me out of a win right I'm sure Eric wouldn't be happy about that but that was one thing I kind of did didn't like that caution and that theory that Jeff Gluck posted I kind of responded to it I saw that but yeah. uh, I think I got my response wrong so I deleted Twitter and kind of kind of pulled a uh, who who deletes their tweets oh, all the time I, Kevin Durant I know does that yeah, yeah. I pulled a KD. <laughs> Um, he's also in the news. We'll yeah. probably talk about that in the yeah. fourth segment that, as well. That, that dude's something else. But uh, a good race at New Hampshire. Kevin Harvick with his sixth win of the year. And did you agree with how that went? I, I, I thought it was fine. I yeah, really I did, did too. I thought it was fine for him to put the bumper to Kyle Busch. But Harvick needs to now know that that's expected. Yeah. If Harvick's the one who has the fifth place car that happens to be leading and the 18's the class of the field, that if – if it comes back to him, he should not be upset. Well, yeah, I mean, it, it was going to happen at some point. He was going to pass him. Remember when Kyle Busch, like, drove Kevin Harvick out, knocked Kevin Harvick out of the way at Pocono last year? Last year. Was that for the for him to win that race? Yeah. Okay, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, it was going to happen at some point. Mm-hmm. And I hope that Kyle responds and does the same thing, because that's just racing. It, it, racing is again racing. Yeah, it's just rubbing is racing. That's you know? it. Yeah. And, uh... That's that's what happened at, at New Hampshire. Um, Harvick could have done it two or three times. Definitely. And he tried. He, he The bumps, I think, got steadily more aggressive, like, hey, I'm here. Because he did hit him a couple times before the absolute, before he just punted him, you know? Yeah. He, he got there, but that was like the, hey, I'm here. You yeah. Know? And I think uh, Harvick kind of was being kind of generous to not knock him out of the way, especially in turns one and two, because... Each time he got to him, he had a lot more speed than the 18 car. Definitely. And if he did hit him, the 18 would probably have wrecked. Yeah. And I think he knew that. And uh, Harv- that's one thing I've noticed with Harvick. He's really kind of mellowed out. Because if that was Kevin Harvick, maybe 08, 09. That's where he was pissed off at the world because yeah. he wasn't winning anymore. Or 2011. Yeah. He probably would have just drove right through him. Just, yeah, just, and wrecked him mm-hmm. like he did at Homestead. But, uh, you know... Kudos to Kevin Harvick for not wrecking Kyle. Um, I don't know if I like Kyle's response, him being, you know, it's just uh, what, what else would, what yeah. else would happen. 
Yeah, I mean, like, you get out of the car, you're pissed off. I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure later on, like, bef- I'm sure they're gonna talk to Kyle about it before the Pocono race. I'm sure the response, well, I guess the response will be better, but I don't know. But either way, it's something that it's it gets in the news. Yeah, a, a Kyle, like Kyle Busch, anytime he says anything that's somewhat kind of. I don't know what the word is. Controversial. Controversial, yes. It'll make its way out there. And uh, you know he's the most popular driver. Oh, definitely, yeah, r- and, rated uh, by himself. And, um, it, you know, I, I, don't, I don't, like, like all the things Kyle Busch says, mm-hmm. but, you know, I think he handled it, handled it a lot better than he would have in the past as well. Definitely. That's yeah. another driver who's kind of matured a little bit. I was, I was literally, after that race was over, part of me was just waiting Wherever Harvick was doing his little parade lap, I was just waiting for the 18 to, to get alongside of him, maybe give him a little shot. And But I saw him pulling to the pit road. I was like, thank God. I think know? the reason why, yeah, I think the reason why you didn't see that is because of how Kyle Larson did it mm-hmm. at Chicago. And he was like, you know, we're in the chase. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. Um, it, now, if this were like a few years ago, like when he drove, in the M&M's car where they had the M&M's on it, all the colors right, and yeah. stuff. If this was like 2012, I think Kyle would have probably been pissed because there's a lot more to race for. Yeah. And you could lose points and you could and all that. But now it's just it's whatever because, you, you know. You win and you're in. Yeah. He, he lost. All he lost was five playoff points and, and the and the points lead. Yeah. But hey, that's, there's still time for him to get that back. Now, I think if this happened in the chase, Oh yeah, it would have been it, there would have been a fight. Yeah, but it didn't happen in the chase. People were just racing hard. Do you think he'd have passed him like no contact? Does, does the four pass him? Um, yeah, possibly. I, I think I think he'd get him because that Kyle was so loose going into yeah. literally every corner. And plus, he didn't have the long run speed. No, you know, he didn't have any speed. Those SHR cars, I don't know what it is, but they got they got hella long run speed. Power power rank teams right now in nascar top top four um like not not individual cars but just you know motorsports like teams like all all to get organizations of nascar well obviously number one's gonna be Stuart haas right and then number two is obviously either you could would you say furniture row I'd I'd marry Joe Gibbs and Furniture Row. Yeah, you could. I mean could. they're pretty much the under the same wing, but, I guess. But for the sake of competition, okay. Would you say Furniture Row or Joe Gibbs? Because I feel like it's a toss up. That is tough because I mean Joe Gibbs. I, I'd give it to Furniture Row because even though they are, you know, together, you still got to figure Furniture Row has some less resources. Yeah, I feel like Furniture Row at at some point if they. They're gonna get another car again, though. You think so? Yeah, then for Christopher gonna... Bell. Oh, okay. I was about to say. I thought you meant like leave and like branch off. By they themselves. might. I wouldn't be shocked because their contract with Toyota and getting Gibbs chassis is up after this year. Oh, then yeah, they're gone. So um, I would say Joe Gibbs and Furniture Row are second and third interchangeable. I wonder how that would affect Joe Gibbs racing if the seventy-eight leaves. Because I heard, I remember hearing Kyle Busch say after the Kentucky race, that they all look at the same information, yeah. even the 78, and he's like, I don't know how they're so much faster than Well, us. look how it's hurt Hendricks when yeah. Stuart Haas left. Right. I mean, you never know. But uh, I, I think that if – where is Furniture Row going to go if, as lo- unless they start their own engine program? Th- yeah, they'd have to be independent. I don't know who they could latch on to. And that would be horrible for them. Mm, because be, it'd be a lot of money. 
because when they did that prior with Regan Smith and and uh, Robert Richardson and yeah. all those guys, he, Regan Smith did win that Darlington. He race. did. He did. He did. And I think that speaks to Regan Smith's talent more than anything. Right. But you know what? Where would they be? I mean, is Truex would Truex want to run with that? Uh, Truex probably wouldn't. They'd pro they'd honestly probably want a younger guy who would you know want to give them the time to build their program yeah but truex would be like i'm in i'm what is, what is he 37 he's like i want to win he now. is kind of getting old mm-hmm. i mean that's crazy i, I don't want to think of a world where martin truex jr is getting old you know oh well, you're, you're in it <laughs> uh, it's this not something i want to think about uh hey there's white my up uh, i mean michael hernandez michael hernandez i can't goat. call him his old nickname because it's retired now why yeah, because it's retired now. the The guy who curated curated the nickname is gone. Oh dear! So it's just Mike now. He he gets it. Okay, well he likes it. Okay. He might come on. He he's a can. He, he talks F one. Yeah, we can he talk knows F one. Good race in the F one season this this week, right? I'd say so. He I I don't think he can hear us. I think he's just oh you know, nope. he can hear us. He yeah. can't. Can you? A little bit. Little okay. bit. All, All right. right. But uh, yeah. Uh, Michael Hernandez coming in. I don't know. I guess he was kind of checking on the board. But I want to ask him his opinion on uh, Kimi Raikkonen, where he's gonna be racing next year. Yeah, that's that's de- and uh, s- some more big F one news, kind of off topic here. But uh, Lawrence Stroll has bought uh, Sarah Force India, mm-hmm. so it looks like we're not gonna see the last of Lance Stroll for a while. Fuck yes. I mean, I don't care for Lance Stroll. <laughs> that's just a great name. It is Lance it is a, it is a good race car driving yeah. name, but uh, Lance Stroll is kind of the uh, Michael Annette oh, of F one. So we get another Michael Annette, but at the highest level of motorsports. F one those those are some badass machines. Yeah, That's, I agree. Yeah, I'd like to go to an F one race in Austin. Yeah, I they, they go there what once a year? I think so. Yeah, that'd be good. That'd be a good show. But um, like I was saying, you know, um, just a a pretty all around good race. Um, but as I was saying, you know, Truex and all them, if Joe Gibbs does leave, you got to think maybe Dodge is, is rumored to take over. That would be cool. It would be cool. I mean, it, it's not unrealistic. Dodge wants to come back. And speaking of comebacks, you saw what I tagged you on Instagram like maybe 10 minutes ago. Yeah, Ryan Craftsman Priest, coming back. Craftsman. Yeah. NASCAR is getting all these it's, old people back. Yeah, getting They're old Old sponsors. Old sponsors. And we just, we just, you know, they keep crawling back, just a, a couple of them at a time. We're gonna get there. As soon as we know it, Union Seventy Six will be the <laughs> official gas supplier again. That would be cool. That'd I've be been, awesome. I've been seeing a lot of Union Seventy Six pop up. Yeah, um, I know one in my area on Queenston and Keith Harrow. They just like replaced a shell station. Yeah, so they're they're popping up. Yeah, they're the sponsor for the Dynamo too. Nice, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah not not a big soccer guy. Yeah, so. I, I gotta catch up on it. But like I was saying, that that's those are the big three: Stuart Haas, Furniture Row, and Joe Gibbs. And then fourth, a drastic fall off to Penske. Penske, okay. even though they're still pretty good. Yeah, they won a race this year. Mm-hmm. It and, was Talladega though, which is kind of a crapshoot. Yeah, but Joey Logano is just ace. He is good at yeah. He's good at super speedways. He's ace Talladega, so obviously the big the big story about that kind of a radio tease or a podcast tease is the omission of Rick Hendrick uh, of Hendrick Motorsports from the front four. 
Um, I don't even know where if I'd put them at five right now. We'll we'll talk about that. Yeah, we're later gonna on. we'll debate that here. We got about a minute left in this segment. Um, so any other general musings? Yes. Uh, getting back to the New Hampshire race, I thought it'd be boring, and I knew. I kind of knew going in that NBC thought it would be boring because you remember how they how they kind of sold the idea of the race. It was they had Dale Jr. put out that little tweet that said is 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 uh, New Hampshire a short track or an intermediate track? You know, I think it's a short. There track. was just that big debate, and well, I guess just to uh, to get in on that, I, I don't think it's a short track. I, a mile really? a mile or longer, it can't be a short track. I get I get that, but it has the characteristics. It does. It's like it's like Martinsville on steroids. Yeah. Yeah. Um, another good thing I'd like to talk about is Dale Jr. being in the booth. Uh, he, uh, we got to be done by eight twenty-five, according to Bobby Beats. Um, so a short it'll be a, a, a shortened show unless we can find another studio. So we'll be right back here on the "If You Ain't First, Your Last" podcast. All right, we're back here on the If You Ain't First, Your Last podcast. We're kind of kind of on the express. Uh, there's the there's timer. The timer. All we're right. kind of on an express. Expressed, uh, is, that, is that how you would? An express schedule, I yeah. guess. Yeah. I, or uh, we're... a streamline. Uh, apparently, somebody needs the studio by 825. I don't know. I think it might be a keel. We'll be out of here. Uh, we'll probably be out of here. It's gonna be a really short show today, probably two segments. Yeah, well, we'll just get everything in this one. Um, here, real quick, do you did you want to do your twenty one picks for Pocono? Yes. Okay, so I, I took the liberty of going first. Uh, yeah, you I, go first. I, I kind of feel like this is cheating, but to win, I took Martin Truex Jr. I'm, Good idea. Do I have to explain why? I mean, he he won last week yeah. or last time we were here. We yeah, and or were they when they were here? He's Pocono God at the moment. Yeah. Um. But 20th place, I had William Byron. Uh, Hendrick has struggled mightily with speed, just overall speed. And at Pocono, that's what you really need. So. Yeah. Um, my 21 uh, – who's your 21st place finisher? Oh, I had William Byron. Oh, who, who I have at 21st? Yeah. Or no, 20th. Oh, I had William Byron. Yeah, that's a, that's probably a good pick. Um, Pocono's not a track he's very good at. No. He's in the Iron Man scheme this week. Nice. That should good-looking be a, car. That should be a good-looking car. My winner, I'm going to say Brad Keselowski is going to win this week. Nice. And then my 20th place finisher, I'm going to say, let me go down the list here. I'm going to say Casey Kane. All right. He'll have a good run. That would be a great run for him. Yeah, what a disappointing season it's been. Ah, oh, man, but that Daytona race, though. That July Daytona race, I really thought until that last caution, or I, not the last caution. I thought he was going to win. Yeah. So we've kind of, we, we're kind of in a tailspin here. Mm-hmm. We, we, we're a little off, we were a little thrown off track. Uh, we could just use these, these next uh, 35 minutes to kind of rant yeah. about things. Well, here, in, in that case, I'll, I'll do something else that we have structured. Like before, we just start getting on a big old rant. Yeah, let's okay. let's get the the uh, what the, your question and answering. Okay, so this since let's we do that since we already went to Pocono, I didn't want to do another uh, one fast minute with Pocono. Yeah. So this time, 
I'm going to ask, would you rather? I'm going to ask you some questions, and you're just going to answer. There's no, there's no like, rushed answer, so you can take your time. All right. Um, I'm just going to ask you some questions. You're going to give me your answer and just why you feel that way, and I might chime in as well if I feel so strongly about something, okay? All right. All right, so number one, would you rather one of the big three win Pocono in an exciting fashion or a boring race that's, that is won by someone who has not won a race this year? Um, it would depend on the winner, but and pick your winner. Someone who has if not it won was this like, year. If it was like uh, Chase Elliott, I'd take the second one okay. in a heartbeat, or Kyle Larson, okay, or Ryan Blaney. But if it, but you know, everybody's complaining about the big three. That was this, a hell of a race last week. But that week. was a great, great race. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it immensely. But um, if it was a, one of the drivers I liked. I'm gonna. I'll admit, I'd like to see a, a boring finish with a new winner. Okay. Wouldn't the? I'm sure the fans would too. Yeah, it's just how many fans are gonna stick around, at least TV wise, till the end for that. I mean, well, I guess if it's a boring race, it's probably gonna be dominated by that driver. Yeah. So that's a good point. Um, although I wouldn't mind seeing Kyle get another win, kind of just to, to even it back out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because this has been a great battle. It's really like a like, it's like it's really like. It reminds me of a war, you yeah. know, like, okay, well, Harvick took this track, and Kyle took this track, and Truex took this yeah. track. It's it's literally like, okay, well, who's going to who's gonna bow out first? And you it's, know? Yeah, and it's not like 2008 where one driver went on a stretch where they just won a dick ton of races. Right. Like Kyle Busch would win seven races, then Carl Edwards would win eight races, then Jimmy Johnson would, would win. How would you measure a dick ton? Uh, probably at least 12 inches. Okay, wow, that's, that is a dick ton. Uh, but like I was saying, it's been kind of cool. It's It reminds me a lot of 1994, like I said on Twitter. Yeah, I with, saw you tweet that. With Ernie Irvin, Dale Earnhardt, and Rusty Wallace. I got some good interaction from good old uh, El Diablo Le, Le, Del, Del Blanca, I think is his name. I don't know if he's listening. That is a mouthful to say. Um, yeah, or Diablo Blanco. I'm not Bill. I'm underscore not underscore bill everyone know that that is not bill that's not bill shout out to him um had a good disc uh not necessarily a discourse but a good uh a little back and forth no nah, it was it was a good kind of reminiscing mm-hmm. session okay uh but yeah this has really been a great battle i really look forward to seeing who that fourth guy could be to mm-hmm. spoil it because uh you know you never know my i mean my guess would have to be boyer that, boyer that, or larson yeah if Larson get it going, yeah, I I see. I'd more likely see Larson getting it going than Keselowski because it just seems because at least Larson's been close. So for a lot, a lot of times Keselowski's just been off. Yeah, but that, like last week where he didn't have any breaks, mm-hmm. that was that was random. By the way, that where, was yeah. Where did that come from? I don't know. And I kind of felt bad for him. Like at first, it was like Keselowski has no breaks. I was like, huh. And then I saw him going. And either he had, he they said he was lifting at the start finish line for turn one. I was like, that is insane. I just don't know why they kept him out. Like, hey, let's stay out till a caution comes out. I mean, you're in the playoffs. Yeah, like, he's his point cushion is so much. It's just a lock. Don't don't let him suffer. But uh, I'm gonna move on to the next one. Okay, so would you rather an exciting fuel mileage finish, like one we saw last year at Charlotte with Austin Dillon winning? Or an exciting duel between two or three drivers battling back and forth to the finish, kind of whenever we saw Ryan Blaney win Pocono. Like I said, I guess it would kind of depend on the winner for the first one. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'd like to see the second one where Blaney was racing Harvick and Bush. That was an awesome race. Um, that would be cool no matter who won. Uh, but if it, if like I said, if it was a first time winner like William Byron or 
Chase Elliott. It would be cool to see a first-time winner. See, I, I, I'm I partial to the exciting fuel mileage because I find that so interesting. Yeah. How, how guys, especially at Pocono, you can save so much fuel. I, I'm just appalled by how much fuel you can save. There. Yeah, there's been some good fuel mileage races, Like too. Uh, the 78. Yeah. Uh, the, whenever he won his first race, the 78, or Truex won the first race he won in forever. At yeah, Pocono, in that I 78 believe, car. I believe that was a fuel mileage yeah. race. I remember, uh, this is kind of a... Kind of an off-topic story, but my friend Brittany, shout out to her, by the shout way. Shout out, Britt, okay. Uh, she's a big Dale Jr. fan, mm-hmm. or was, she? well, she knows Dale Jr. She's a free agent now? She. I don't know what she is. is she was, was that a humble brag? Uh, I mean, it was It was a Brittany humble brag. Yeah, kind of. Okay. Well, I don't we really, got her one. Yeah, I'm kinda, I like to tell people I have friends. There you go. But uh, she, she didn't really watch, but she was a junior fan. And uh, she would watch races with me every now and ag- now and again. Kind of another humble brag there. <laughs> but uh, like um, I texted her. I was like, "Hey, Junior won," <laughs> and then she was like, "Yes." I was like, "Martin Truex Junior." Oh. Yeah, and then kind of that was just kind of a dumb story. But uh, but yeah, fuel mileage races are fun to watch too, especially that one where Kenseth won. And yeah. uh, Kyle Busch and Keselowski ran out of fuel. Yep. And Gordon snuck into a third place finish. That was pretty cool. Yeah. So that's that'd be su- if we're gonna get an exciting finish, I think it'll come down to fuel mileage from Pocono. And that's that's what I hope. Um, yeah. Okay. So this this uh, I think I know the 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 answer to your question because I think you might have like a partial preference to this, but I'll ask it anyway. Would you rather a rain shortened race that's you know because no one really counts a rain shortened race as a win at least no. at least to me. Not to me either. Would it's you tainted? Would you want a rain shortened race won by Chase Elliott for his first career win, or a full length race won by William Byron for his first career win? I'm gonna go the the latter. Okay. You know my opinions on William Byron. Right. I don't care for a sponsor, but I'm st- he's starting to warm up on me a little bit. He's a good kid. He seems like a nice guy, so I'm gonna say William Byron get his first win at, at, at a full length race. See, that's what I'd rather too because. I already know the backlash of Chase Elliott winning a rain-shortened race. It oh, would, yeah. Twitter would be in shambles. It, there'd be half the people going like, oh, my God, Chase won, and the other half going like, well, he won a race that went like 120 laps. Yeah, I mean, look at Chris Buescher. Yeah, no one, like, I. there's sometimes I even forget that Chris Buescher won, and I love Chris Buescher. Or David Rudiman. And David, <laughs> David Rudiman won another race, yeah, yeah. and nobody ever talks about it. Exactly. So, I mean, it's just. You know, it's it's really... It, Especially if that's, like, your win. Like, Chris Buescher, no one's ever going to remember that he won that race. If that's his I think only he's going to win another race one I, day. Though. I hope so. I, I don't know how he's going to do it. It might be Daytona or Talladega. Or but a I, road course. Yeah, he's not bad on road courses. But I think Chris Buescher, once they get that team kind of fit, once they figure everything out, maybe get another car... I think he's going to be pretty good. He'll be a championship contender. Watch the Roval for that 37. Yeah. I got a feeling on the Roval. Um, all right, so what's the other Okay, so there's questions. two more. Two more. Um, would you rather a huge wreck that wipes out half, more than half of the field, so not a lot of cars are finishing this race, or all 40 cars finish the race and you kind of get all like the, the, the shit boxes that go or, like 50 laps down or whatnot? You know what? I'm going to go with the first one. Oh, yeah, just for the excitement. Because it's cool to see Gray Galding, even though I don't think he's racing anymore. I, I hope not. Or Ross Chastain. Every once in a while, we have to see them finish like eighth or ninth. Remember remember that race at Bristol a couple of years ago where DiBenedetto finished like sixth and he cried? Yeah. That was cool. I don't even remember the big wreck from that race. I don't think there was. I think he just legitimately ran. I mean, I know there was some 
key cars that crashed out. But yeah. I, don't, I don't think there was anything that took out like 20 plus cars. Man, Chase Elliott should have won that race. Hey, I, I just care about DiBenedetto. Yeah, that was a great finish. That was kind of the finish that brought him into prominence. Yeah, yeah, it really was because everyone got to see him on camera and then he became the, oh, I don't want to say class clown because he's, he's a lot more respectable guy. Yeah, but, for yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, so you got, I think you got one more. One more. This one's kind of pulling at the old guy heartstrings, okay? Who would you rather see win, Jimmy Johnson or Matt Kenseth? Jim, oh, yeah, man, this, is, this is a tough one. It's been longer that Jimmy Johnson hasn't won, but Matt Kenseth is in a car that probably won't even be up there. Yeah, um, I'm going to go Jimmy Johnson because it would have more ramifications on his season. Yeah, Kenseth wouldn't be in the playoffs. Yeah, he would be out. Um, but, man, wouldn't it be great to see Kenseth get one more win? It'd be cool to see it in the six. Especially if if Bane's there, like that'd be kind of like awkward, you know. I really like, feel for Bane. I do, I do too. But Matt Kins of the past couple of weeks has been wheeling that six card. He's been getting finishes. better, yeah. yeah. Um, so this we're gonna go into the th- the third segment. Okay, it's kind of a hockey type of like uh, podcast. Yeah, three day. periods. Three periods. We don't have our fourth segment, but this third segment will be where we go off the rails. All right. So, uh, we'll go to 820. That's 20 more minutes so that we can get out of here by the time it's Yeah, and we can get uh, whoever is taking over uh, and come in and take over. And Bobby, Bo- Bobby Beats approves of that, of that plan. All right. So uh, let, we're going to take a break here. Got my hands on the wheel and I'm flying. Heartbeat And we're back. Uh, short break. Jose's here now. Um, yeah, well, he's not here, but he's, he's there. He's in the room. There's yeah. a lot of people coming. I don't know who we're... Big party. Yeah, we're, there's people here. They're all here to um, watch the show. Yeah, wh- whatever show it is. Us. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I kind of feel bad. We're the show. Uh, You know, we just got a trade alert. Oh, we and did? the MLB. Cole Hamels oh. to the Cubs. Oh, wow. Or, yep. Uh, I don't really get that. Cole Hamels has not been good this year. No, he hasn't, and that's perfectly fine with me if him going to the Cubs. I'm kind of – 2016 was a tough year for me because the Cubs bandwagon, it was probably – Yeah, it was. It sucked. Everyone's like, oh, my God, they haven't won since 1907. I'm like, well, what is it? Why do you have to cheer for them then? You yeah. Know, it's, if they sucked, then – I think the reason people cheered for the Cubs was because they were n- the first real nationally televised team. Like, like the, everybody had WGN back in the day. Okay. And, and they were like, you know, I kind of like this team. Everyone grew up with the Cubs, I guess? Yeah. Okay. And uh, when they finally got that win, I think it was a really big moment for the sports world. As, as, a, salty, as a salty person who just – Hates to see it. Like I, I'm more the person who, who will go with the, what's the word I'm looking for? With the minority on things, yeah. on most things. It's not just because it. I'm like, oh, I don't want to. I want to be cool and stick out. It's literally just because I hate everyone falling into a line on something. Yeah, you know? me too. So I really wanted the Indians to win that World Series. Really? Mm-hmm. I, it wouldn't have been a bad story. No, Kluber, it, and they it, hadn't. Won, and the Indians have never won, have they? 
No, they. I think they won in forty-seven. Okay, well, still, that's a that's, long ass. That's time. a really. I, I think my grandma was in her late twenties. Oh wow. Um, but yeah, I, I, I really thought they were gonna win that World Series. They should have. When Rajay Davis hit that three-run bomb, like I thought it was over. Yeah. And then I don't. I think Ben. Uh, who was it that hit the tie? The tying home run was, was it? Uh, was it the catcher? The old guy? I think it. I think it was. I think it was he, Ross. He literally got a job on Fox Sports because of that World Series. Yeah, he kind of looks like the drummer for the Red Hot Chili Peppers a little bit to me. <laughs> he does, yeah. But uh, I think it was uh, Aaron Ross or whatever his name yeah, is. Yeah, I know you're talking something about something like that. Um, ben Zobrist was a big key the, part game winning run. Yep, of that of that home or that World Series. Um, but this kind of raises the question: Does this World Series victory make like one of the uh, current Cubs player, like maybe a Chris Davis or an Anthony Rizzo? Does that make them the best Cub of all time? Over Ernie Banks, Sammy Sosa, all those guys. They're. Their resume, since they won it so early in their career, I don't think their resume is long enough. That's fair. So, I, I mean, it's the story of them w- winning that World Series after so many years, it's great. But if you compare it to the careers of, of guys like that, Ernie Banks and, and Sammy Sosa yeah. and all them, then yeah, it's. Did I th- say Ernie Davis before? No, no, you said Banks. Okay, good. I, I believe you said Banks. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, it's. They just their their resume isn't isn't long enough to me. Now now I'll I'll raise you one more. Okay. Last year's World Series champion Houston Astros is Jose Altuve, the greatest Astro. He isn't yet, uh, but literally I'd say another year or two of him being Jose Altuve. And if you say that Craig Biggio is better than Jose Altuve, then you're stupid. I think so. And everybody says, "Oh, Craig Biggio, he got All Star. He went to the All Star game in three positions." Well, what did he do in the postseason? Right. What do the Astros do in the postseason? Fucking Jose Altuve hit three home runs in a game. In one game. Yeah. That's like literally more That's than God level. Yeah. Yeah. That's like Reggie. Reggie fucking. Uh, what's his face? Mr. October. Yeah, Reggie Jackson. Yeah. Reggie yeah. Jackson like. Yeah. So I just I don't want to hear any of that nonsense. Yeah, it's uh, it's literal crap. Listen, if, if anyone tries to tell you that Craig Biggio is the greatest Astro of all time, and I mean there are probably some like some Nolan Ryan people, but I, I guess I guess my thing is more like career Astro. Yeah, I don't I don't look at Nolan Ryan as a career. Nolan Astro. Ryan is the best player to ever play for the Astros. Yeah, ability wise. Yeah, and I don't think I don't think Altuve could ever knock Nolan Ryan off. I no. really don't. And you're wearing a Biggio jersey. I am wearing a Biggio, and I love Craig Biggio. I do too. But I, Jose Altuve is way better. I don't. I don't know what his batting average is off the top of my head in the playoffs. Altuve or Biggio? Biggio. I can Google it. But I don't think it's very good. Let's see here. You keep going. But like, I I feel like Altuve is eclipsed. Eclipsed Biggio already. Yeah, I feel like he's but just by winning a World Series. See, I, I agree with you to a to a point. Uh, I just, I mean, it's. I know Altuve is on a fast track for way more than than three thousand hits, but Craig Biggio's got three thousand hits. Yeah. there's less than and 30, an MVP MVP award. And there's less than thirty guys on this planet that have gotten that. Yeah, so. but Jose, Jose Altuve is gonna get there eventually. Well, let's see the Biggio. Let's see the Biggio. Okay, six years in the playoffs, his batting average is two thirty four. That's not. Great. That's not what you want. No. no. That's not what you want from, from the best player on your they team. They got no they got nothing out of their two best players, Bagwell and Biggio. Especially and they and when they were in their peak, like in the mid nineties, they weren't going to World Series. No. They 
barely even went to one NLCS, yes. NLDS. Yeah, it, yeah, it took it took them a, a good front office to get players around them, like the, the pitching especially, to get them to the World Series right. and just to get absolutely demolished by the White Sox of all teams. Yeah, in 05. But we're just not going to talk about that. I don't even think they went to an NLDS when Biggio. Oh, they did, yeah. They, yeah, they did? Yeah. Yeah, they, um, they didn't go to a CS. They went to a DS, though. Yeah, oh, well, yeah, CS is what I mean. Yeah. I get those damn things confused. Oh, no, yeah, you just got to think how I think. I, I use it, like, in football terms, honestly, because you, cause you have the division, then you have the conference. Yeah, so. uh, but, but like, it, it was just, it, you know, I mean, I don't know how we got here, but I, that's that's what I think, I'm, you know? I'm so down for Astro debates. I know David's outside. I don't, I don't, yeah, David would definitely David, have some good I, I feel opinions like, on this I feel this like one. David would be Team Biggio. I do, too. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. We'll have to ask him. That'll well, be we'll something. ask him after we get out. Yeah, yeah, we'll ask. But uh, so that's the big news. Uh, another big story: Yankees acquiring J.A. Happ. Yeah. I mean, they're doing anything they can to bolster that rotation. That's their weak point. It's Severino, C.C. Sabathia, and everybody else. Yeah, Sonny Gray in there. He has been. Horrendous. Yeah, did you see he tweeted some weird shit though, like a couple weeks ago. I didn't see what he what he tweeted. He 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 tweeted something, and I'm paraphrasing here, like my pitches are the s word. You mother effing b. I think or he's some, something like that. I think the pressure's getting to him. <laughs> I hear they're shopping him too. I I wouldn't doubt that because you know it kind of you mean the the new the new look Yankees have kind of been like. Oh, we're not buying everybody. We're not buying everybody. Yeah. We're not the, we're not the old Yankees. And, get, and then, yeah. and then th- th- I mean, they have three closers. They've yeah, <laughs> they got Zach Britton, Aroldis Chapman, Dylan Batanzas. Yeah, they have three closers. Yeah, I really, I really like that move though. Yeah, that's yeah. because you know Zach Britton might resign. Oh yeah, this is not a rental. Whenever, whenever you go to play for the Yankees, it's it's you're you you're probably gonna stay. Yeah, and that's one thing I, I kind of wanted to touch on being an. Sort of an Astros fan. Mm-hmm. You know, do you want Zach Britton? Oh, I wanted Zach. If it had been a rental, see, that's why the Yankees had a better offer than us because they knew it wouldn't be a rental. Yeah, we, I mean. We knew it would be a rental. He's going to come here, and, and like somebody told me, I think it was David out there, he said he doesn't have the velocity. He's coming off an Achilles injury, you know. He hadn't been playing all that much this year. Right. Do you want that? Do you want all that that nonsense? I think if you want to win another World Series, do you say that the Astros are definitively the best team in the AL? Uh, I don't even know. I, they're to me, they're. I think not. it's the Red Sox, right? Yeah, now. I, 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 yeah. If, if you'd made me pick a team, I'd say the Red Sox. I'd say Red Sox, Astros, Yankees. Yeah, and the, and the Yankees and Astros are literally two A, two B. And if the Astros are going to be the best team in the AL, they better f- figure out what the hell's wrong with their bats. Yeah. They had one hit last night. And still should have won the game, though. Yeah. And still should have won the game. I mean, that really says a lot about Charlie Morton. Though. But, but we'll touch on that in just a sec, because I, I still wanted to talk about this, this, this Yankee shit. Now, I think that the Astros, you make that move. I, I, I'd have made the move. I mean, I don't know what it would cost, but, you know, cost aside, I don't know. Well, Probably would have cost you one of your top 30 prospects. Yeah, easily so. Maybe... Maybe probably uh, probably that, one top twenty guy. Yeah, maybe that catcher they have. I don't know his name off the top of my head. Maybe J B Bustakis or Bustaks Bustaskis. Uh, what nationality a, is that? I, I think it's Greek. That sounds Greek. But I think he's a pitcher. I think he's a righty. Okay. Um, 
But, yeah, definitely probably would have cost you at least one of your top 30 pitchers. Would you have done that for a World Series? If, if you'd known in in the beginning of November that move gets you a World Series ring, I, I, I'd have laughed at it and been like, yeah. Yeah, I, I would have. I probably would have too, but in hindsight, I don't know. Because look at how, look at how it kind of burned the Cubs. They had Glaber Torres. Yeah, but they got the World Series. And yeah. at the end of the day, you're not going to remember, oh, my God, the Cubs sucked from 2018 or 2019 to 2025. And they haven't been sucking. No, they're not bad. They're probably going to win the Central or at least be the wild card. This is what usually happens in baseball. This is the circle of baseball life. It just ends up back at the Yankees you, and Red Sox. You, yeah, that too. But you acquire a dick ton of prospects, yep. get a great farm system. Yep. Those prospects get big. They win a bunch of games. You sign them to multi-year deals. Then you can start selling off all your other prospects that you got, and then you, you then you suck again. It's like playing Monopoly. Yeah, it's uh, you get a lot of equity, and then when you run out of it, you just go rebuild all your equity. Unless you're the Yankees, Dodgers, or Red Sox, yeah. and you have unlimited money. Or yeah, and you just. Spin, spin, spin. Now I know the Angels are located in Ama in An- Ama in Anaheim. Yeah. How do they have no money? How how are they such a small market? Whenever their team name, I know it says Anaheim in the damn name, but how, like, how are they the Clippers to the Dodgers, Lakers? I I don't I don't know. I mean, they have talent. They have the best player in the league. Yeah, by far. Yeah, they have. Bryce Harper sucks this year. They're rotate. They haven't. They've. They have two guys on their rotation, Strasburg, and Scherzer. I'm talking about the Angels. Oh yeah, fuck! Yeah. I'm thinking of the Nationals. What the hell is wrong with me? Yeah, I don't know, but but they have Trout, they have Otani, and I mean, I guess yeah, their rotation guess sucks. Can still get waves, but I mean, well, regardless of if they suck or not, I mean, the the Dodgers, if they were ten and seventy five, they'd still be on national TV right now. They always get like uh, injuries. Yeah, yeah. Because Shohei was supposed to be a Cy Young winner, mm-hmm. then he like did something to his shoulder. Yeah, now he shit, now he know. might get Cy Young or Cy. Uh, what the fuck is it called? Tommy John surgery. Oh no, he avoided that. He avoided that. He's just he's just gonna be batting for the rest of the year. That's probably for the best. Let me tell you, this this time crunch really kind of messed me up. Yeah, yeah, we didn't expect it. But here, you want to you want to use our final ten minutes to talk about some football? Yes. All right. Uh, our favorite football team, NFL-wise, Dallas Cowboys, opened up camp today. And I don't care if any of you people listening out here don't want to listen to this. You can turn off. You can turn off the the podcast right yeah. now because we're going to talk Cowboys. You can turn off SoundCloud. If yeah, you want. it's okay. You got through the NASCAR part. If you don't want to listen to Cowboy shit, I that's get okay. It. Yeah, we're but in Houston. That's right. But we're going to talk about Cowboy shit. Yeah, we got some Cowboys fans though. That's right. I think League City Blake usually listens. Right. Shout out to League City Blake. That's right. Um, but uh, yeah, Cowboys camp started. Uh, I'm really today. Look- yeah today. I'm looking forward to see how Michael Gallup does, the uh, wide receiver from right. Colorado. In our fantasy league, you know we have a 30 man roster. Really? Yeah, we're, I'm gonna try to stash him. Is this a uh, is this like a uh, individual league? What do you mean? Like where you draft defensive players? Yes. Yeah, you can draft IDPs. That that'll be interesting. Oh, I've yeah. never done that before. Yeah, it'll be fun. Um. um Oh, go ahead. I'm also looking forward to see what Schultz does, the new tight end. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he'll start. I don't really know who the starter is right now. I, if I had to guess, it'd be Blake Jarwin. Yeah. That's... I know Escobar is gone. Yeah, Escobar. He was gone last. I don't think he was, he's been playing football, at least on the NFL yeah. level anymore. Yeah, I don't either. But uh, Rico Gathers is definitely a, a candidate. That's an interesting one. Yeah, the basketball player. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I've heard from people that Schultz – Looks to be 
a good big blocking tight end. Right. Um, who maybe I don't know maybe can make five ten yard catches and get in first get the first down, which might be good with this offense. That's literally what it's built for. Yeah. <laughs> Dak Dak drops back, throws the ball five nine yards, yards yeah. at most, and gets the first. I'll take that ten times out of ten. Yeah, I I would too. Um, another player I'm looking forward to seeing is Alan Hearns. Yes. It, hopefully he doesn't get hurt again like he did last year. Or the year before, or whenever. So uh, it'll be it'll be fun to watch camp. Uh, Leighton Vanderish, the rookie linebacker. Right. All these young young guys. Who do you look forward to seeing? Uh, my biggest, I can't wait to see is probably Connor Williams at left guard spot. Yeah. I played offensive line, so I love offensive line shit. I, I just think it's cool. So I getting Connor Williams in the second round. Uh, I, what I heard was that if Connor Williams wasn't there. To take, we might have Earl Thomas on the team right now. Really? Yeah. That that is yeah, because they might have traded their second rounder for Earl Thomas. But would you? Who would you rather have, Earl Thomas, a broken Earl Thomas, or this new broken? Rookie? Broken's unfair. Yeah, that's yeah, not a that's fair true. word. He did kind of have a better season last year. Earl but, Thomas is a top three safety, but he's, top five he's of all been time. hampered with injury. He has been. He's older now. But uh, who would you rather have? Earl or Connor Williams. Um, see, I think I think the, the the team will live and die by how well we can run the football. Yeah. So I, I think Connor Williams is the better pick because um, you'll never the Cowboys will never lose a game and you'll think, wow, we need a better safety. Yeah. It'll it'll either be corner, quarterback, offensive line play, or just we can't get a sack or anything. Yeah. You know. And I think the sacks are coming too. Yeah, with Randy, Randy Gregory, Gregory being back. De- Demarcus Lawrence, who's going to get a big contract at the end of the year. Sucks that David Irving's missing the first four games. Yeah, um, thanks a lot. He didn't even report today. Yeah, uh, I heard he's like doing some rehab stuff. So is it because of rehab, or is it was it another yeah. suspension? Yeah, no, no. It, 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 even even a suspended player, he can show up to camp. Oh, yeah. yeah, but uh, the Cowboys apparently were aware of it. So it's just it's it, that dude absence. just can't seem to get out of his own way. No, we we seem to have a thing for defensive linemen like that. Yeah, I mean, hell, even De- people forget, but Demarcus Lawrence got suspended for yeah. four games yep. either. I think two years ago. But he came back and turned into a monster. That's right. Uh, I I've been really unimpressed with Randy Gregory though. Oh yeah, he's he's been complete ass and, and, and they traded up for him no no they sat and picked him oh really mm-hmm. I, I felt like they traded up to get him no be, because randy gregory fell so far because he failed a drug test at yeah. the combine and how that, the fuck are you gonna fail a drug test at the combine i, I don't know honestly i mean I, you would think that whatever they're doing like that is literally literally at the time randy gregory is a top 20 at worst yeah they prospect. had him on a first round grade right and you're literally just pissing away $5 million a year to smoke dope. Yeah. The, I think the way that the Cowboys draft, though, uh, they know these guys have certain issues, character issues or injury mm-hmm. issues, Dylan but Smith. they draft for a year from right. now. They don't draft for for impact players right now. They draft for a year. Because they know there's more drafts coming. And that that's kind of what pisses me off, you know? Always building for the future, never now. Yeah. And yeah, and I get that and I still think we should go out and get Earl Thomas because you have made two more years max including this year of cheap Dak. Yeah. You know. And and if he goes out and balls out this year, he's going to want a contract you're gonna extension. You're going to have to pay him. Exactly. And you're going to have to pay Zeke. 
Yeah, well, the Zeke thing, the, I think the Zeke thing will be very similar to Le'Veon Bell, unfortunately. Yeah. I think that's how it's going to go. We're yeah, not he'll Todd ask Gurley. for like $70 million guaranteed, yeah. $10 million signing bonus. Yeah, you can't pay a running back, though. No. The, uh, the Rams made a very ballsy move paying Todd Gurley that much money. I wouldn't have paid him before Aaron Donald, that's for sure. Oh, hell no. You, because that position is so devalued, especially with that offensive line. Right. If Zeke went to, like, I don't know, maybe Arizona – possibly played, took David Johnson's spots for mm-hmm. some reason or went to Minnesota because Dalvin Cook was hurt or right, something. Right, Do you honestly think he gets 1,500 yards a year? A year? I mean, he gets close. But. See, the thing about Zeke is, Zeke, you got to balance out what's the line and what's Zeke. Because whenever Zeke was gone, there are times whenever Alfred Morris would hit the hole and you're like, that's that's not what we're used to seeing. Yeah. You know? But it, I saw Zeke, he... he Either last year or his rookie year led the NFL in yards after contact, which yeah, tells me true. he's still pushing through contact. So it's, I think I think it's literally a perfect marriage. I think Zeke was the perfect running back for this offense. I think so too, uh, but uh, we do, we don't have much time. We have about two minutes. Let's do let's do a, a record prediction for the Cowboys. Uh, ten, uh, eleven and five. Eleven and five. I think eleven and five, ten and six. How, how deep they go in the playoffs? Because that's a playoff. They record. lose to the damn Packers again, and the Packers go and get their their asses kicked by the Falcons. So in the NFC Championship, you got Packers Falcons. Uh, no, this is how I'll have. Oh, it. so we're gonna be a wild card team. Yeah, we'll be a wild card, and the Packers will be like the four seed. Okay, and the Cowboys will be the fifth seed. So we'll be in Lambeau. Yeah, and the Packers will win like on a last second field goal because their defense is their defense is a lot better. And you just fucking stabbed me in the heart. But that's how it always is. That's, that's true. And the Packers will go to the divisional round and play the Falcons because I think the Falcons are gonna have a monster year this yeah. year. Their defense is better, and the Falcons will run them out of Atlanta. And the Falcons will play in the NFC Championship game. I think against probably either Philly, Philly or Los Angeles. Okay. And I think the Falcons go to the Super Bowl this year. That'd be cool. I'm a bandwagon Falcon fan. I think this is the Falcons' year. I think it'll be Falcons in the AFC. I think it'll be a, uh, the Jaguars. That'd be cool. That'd be a cool Super Bowl. It, I would rather that than the fucking Patriots. All right. Well, on that note, or I think we're going to get out of here. It's been real. It's been a great show. We will see you all next week. I wish I could go on an elongated send-off. Man, but- you were ready to have a, just a... Fat ass football rant, but we gotta cut it off. Yep, we gotta we gotta make time for the new the people behind us. Thank you for listening. This is the If You Ain't First Your Last Podcast. See you next week. See, I think we got